Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Tuesday, July the 6th. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the book of Exodus, and it's chapter 32, verses 15 through 24, and 30 through 34. That's Exodus 32, verses 15 through 24, and verses 30 through 34. Uh, there's an old saying that you may be somewhat familiar with, and it turns out to be true more often than not, that when the cat's away, the mice become rats. And that is when uh, the guardian is not there, or the protector, or the devourer, the cat, um, mice tend to uh, become rats because they get bigger and lazy. Uh, they have more free reign to do whatever they want and to eat this and destroy that and so on. Well, unfortunately, the same is also true of people. Because in this particular passage, uh, Moses has led the uh, people out of the bondage and slavery of Egypt through the Red Sea, through all the years of wandering in the desert. And they have arrived at the mountain of the Lord, Mount Sinai, where Moses has received the Ten Commandments. And the scriptures tell us that he comes down from the mountain with the tablets written on both sides by the very hand of God. God has written these Ten Commandments. God is the author of the commandments, not Moses. Moses receives them and will present them to the people. And as Moses is coming down Mount Sinai, uh, to be among the people and call them together. He hears the noise of people shouting. And uh, the uh, Joshua, who hears the noise, says to Moses, it sounds like a battle in the camp. But Moses said, uh, no, it does not sound like the cries of victory, nor does it sound like the cries of defeat. The sounds I hear are cries of revelry, celebration, carrying on, uh, dancing, and all of those kinds of things. And as Moses draws near to the camp, he sees that while he was away, the people had built for themselves a golden calf, and they're dancing and celebrating and worshiping the golden calf made by their own hands. And the first commandment is that they shall worship the Lord and him alone shall they worship and not have idols. And this is exactly what the people have done. The first and most important commandment, the first one written by the hand of God, is the very one that they now engaged in breaking and Moses' wrath flares up, and he throws down the tablets, and they're broken at the base of the mountain. Uh, he, taking the calf that they had made, Moses fused it in the fire 
ground it down to powder and scattered on the water and made the Israelites drink the water. They are to drink the very calf, the very idol that they have made, which is now as lifeless as it was before, but it's now destroyed. It's ground into dust. And they must consume the very idol because the idol will consume them if they persist in doing that. And Moses is very, very uh, upset uh, about all of this. And uh, he realizes that he had better once again encounter the Lord on the mountain and beg for forgiveness. And he says to uh, the people, he said, I will go to the Lord and perhaps I may be able to make atonement for your sin. Moses uh, shows what true leadership is. He doesn't say, Lord, it wasn't me. Uh, it's, it's those people, you know how they are, stiff-necked and hard-hearted. They have a will of their own. And as soon as I left to come and talk to you, look what happened. They did it, or Aaron did it, uh, or someone else to blame. But Moses doesn't throw the people under the bus. He goes to the mountain, and he says, perhaps I can make atonement for your sins. And when he gets there, uh, Moses says that the people, uh, they have committed a grave sin in making a God of gold for themselves. If you would only forgive their sin, if you will not, then strike me, Moses, out of the book that you have written. In other words, place your sin, place their sins upon me. Punish me. I am responsible. I am the leader. I am the one you entrusted to care for these people. And uh, their failure is really my failure. Their sin is my sin. Now, of course, this reminds us very much of Jesus, doesn't it? Jesus takes upon ourselves, takes upon himself, rather, our sins, our guilt, and takes it not to Mount Sinai, but to Mount Calvary, to the cross. He stands in for us. He pays the debt. He washes clean the sin and the guilt. He is the innocent lamb who takes away the sins of the world by his cross and by his blood, and has the offering of resurrection and new life for all of us. And so uh, the golden calf is a symbol of the manifestations of our own hands, the things we worship rather than the living God. It need not be made of gold and silver. It may very a precious stones. It may very well be something intangible, our, our beauty, our strength, our intelligence. It may be our economic power. Uh, it may be our influence. It may be all of those things that we worship daily. And you say, well, I don't, I don't have any golden calves. Uh, I, don't, I don't do that. 
Um, it's good for us at the end of the day to review the day and ask yourself, where have you spent the precious gift of time? Where have you spent your time? What has sucked all of your energy, your concentration, your thoughts, your emotions, your thinking? What, what, what each day has grabbed that? And has that taken you away from the Lord? Has that taken you away? And at the end of the week, take a look and see what has been your ultimate concern? What has been that which has consumed you, has sucked up all the precious gold of time, the precious stone of time, the precious stone of each day? Are we worshiping that, whatever that may be, in place of Almighty God? And it's good for us then to look at our priorities and to see where we spend our time. What is it that drives us? What is it that motivates us each and every day? Is it Almighty God, God's Word, God's sacrament, God's holy word and sacred scripture? Do we set aside time to be with the Lord? Or is our whole day spent being busy about many things and neglecting the one thing that is of ultimate importance? It's good for us to reflect on those things before life gets away from us, because life does have a way of running on its own, a kind of automatic pilot or cruise control. And it's easy for us to turn that cruise control on where we miss the most important destination, eternal life with Almighty God. The golden calf is still with us among nations and peoples, among each and every individual, all of us, we find ourselves at time devoting ourselves to things that pass away, things that are not eternal, in the place of Almighty God. And so it's good for us to be guided by the Holy Spirit, to spend and to give worship to God, the one true living God, for the gift of each day, and the gift of time. May today we melt down and smash those idols which keep us from the living God. Turn to the Lord, for each day is a day of mercy, each day is a gift. And may we live each day worshiping the one true living God that loves us into eternity. God bless you.